You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. This is The Rob Carson Show. Living the dream, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, putting a spotlight on the nightmare that has become Washington, D.C. I just came up with that. That's how brilliant I am. Uh, welcome to the show. Did you have a nice weekend. It was uh, it was uh, it was a fun weekend to watch uh, football. Uh, not so fun for some teams, but uh, but certainly uh, an interesting an interesting bunch of uh, a bunch of playoff football yesterday. Got to watch that. I uh, kind of sort of had to watch the uh, Golden Globes last night because my wife uh, had basically laid uh, claim to the uh, the TV on the main floor. And, uh, you know, usual pap there, but, uh, you know, a couple good movies. I saw a couple of those movies. I saw a bunch of them, actually. I saw Oppenheimer, thought that was about a 9 or 10. Uh, saw, um, what else did I see? Uh, the, the, uh, I, I saw a bunch of them. I'm trying to remember all the names. Giamatti was great. Uh, the Holdovers, that was a good movie. Maestro was pretty good. Focused a little bit too much on the whole, uh, I don't know, his relationships. I would have rather had him focus on the genius of his, uh, Leonard Bernstein's uh, creative genius. That would have been nice. Didn't see Barbie. Don't plan on seeing Barbie because I'm an adult man. I think that's maybe the main reason I didn't see that is because I'm an adult male, and uh, and I've been that way since I was born, and I don't plan on changing anytime soon. <laughs> but uh, last night we did watch uh, a little bit of the Golden Globes between uh, show prep and whatnot, and uh, and this morning I wake up because you know Friday Joe Biden had that speech in uh, in Valley Forge, Valley Forge. Now every time I hear the word Valley Forge, I think of this movie scene. Okay, a glove fry, a very golf. Fargo, Levy, uh, Gravy Flow, Valley Frog, also uh, Ago, Fly, Rev, uh, Grove, Fly, uh, R, Fly, Gov, Air, Fly, Gov, Elf, Gov, Ray. It's Valley Forge. Valley Forge. I don't have that on my computer. It's Valley Forge. Press the NL twice. Now, that is uh, from the uh, movie National Treasure, which is, by the way, it's a great movie. Second one was pretty darn good. But uh, I think, actually, this is Joe Biden uh, trying to save Alley Forge. Okay. Yeah. A glove fry, yeah. a very gold. He said the same thing when during his speech on Friday. Fargo Levy. And I'm glad to be here in Fargo Levy. Uh, gravy Flow. I mean Gravy Flow. Valley Frog. Also. A Valley Frog is where we are. Uh, I go fly rev. Uh, so Valley Forge is where the uh, Prezi was doing his speech, and he wanted to do another one of those that he did, like he did at the uh, Independence Hall. And I talked about that. I was like, what the pur- what is the purpose of this other than to try to whip up the masses and, and whip up and foment uh, essentially a civil war by demonizing the uh, the opposition party? That's uh, Why was that speech there? Why was it? And Trump hadn't even uh, announced his candidacy at that time. And I went, oh, here we go again. This is, this is what dictators do. They shut down free speech they then they they do big uh, speeches like uh, you remember when uh, uh, Barack Obama did his big announcement that he was running for president well when he got the nomination and they put Doric columns behind him and they put him in a big stadium uh, Hitler did a speech like that in uh, way back when and they did all that stuff and the people were all lined up and all that and yes of course I'm making those comparisons because Joe Biden is calling Donald Trump and his followers Hitler Hitler and uh, and Nazis so of course I'm making that analogy so just deal with it because you know what? Here on this show, when you punch us, I punch back. 
All right. So anyway, <clears throat> he uh, he spoke on uh, on Friday, and I was uh, I was ticked off about it. I was like, I'm tired of being called these things. I have done nothing in my life to deserve being called this. The people who are patriotic and who love this country and want to save the country is founded. The people who believe and know that the founders created the greatest engine of individual and economic freedom in world history. I was thinking about this weekend. You know, uh, I've told you that Paris and London existed for a thousand years before the United States and they were still pooping in the streets. It took us like literally a century, less than a century to move well beyond what those cities were, were only able to do in a thousand years. And then I thought, well, what about, <clears throat> what about uh, uh, Egypt? They built the pyramids. 4,000 years ago. Yeah, they did it. And they still pooped in the streets and they, uh, and they had no uh, uh, engines. They, they basically lifted rocks using slaves. And then they got buried in the sand. And then when they got uncovered, Egypt is pretty much still the same. Now, you know, maybe a little bit better. But anyway, China. China, way back when, they, they were really good at making pottery. But they were still a feudal state until like last century. So, uh, you know, we led the way, and the American people know it, and they're tired of being told you're a Nazi and you're a this and you're a that, and they recognize all of the hallmarks of a Maoist dictatorial takeover of the country, and they are, <clears throat> they are beyond uh, singing, they're yelling. Do you hear the people saying, no, they're yelling. So I come in this morning after, uh, after Biden's speech, and I got a bunch of the sound bites, and we're going to hear a little bit of it in Trump's response to it. And I see on Twitter, and I'm not saying this is a bellwether for, you know, uh, uh, the consciousness of society, but it said Dementia Hitler. That was uh, <laughs> Dementia Hitler was trending on Twitter because people saw that Joe Biden has dementia and he was emanating Adolf Hitler. He was. If you just listen to the speech and how he speaks and the demonization of people and all of this and the imagery in his new campaign ad, they've seen it before. It could have been called Dementia Castro. It could have been called Dementia Mao. It could have been called a variety of people, but it's the same hallmarks. We've seen this before. We've seen it before. Another thing trending this morning on Twitter, 200 FBI. Why is that? Well, because apparently the bud is off the rose on the FBI's involvement in January the 6th. And even people like uh, Bill Barr are recognizing it and recognizing that the FBI is legitimate, not legitimately, but uh, overreacting and overpunishing those who went to Washington, D.C. to protest the election on January the 6th. So all of that is happening, and uh, all of that is trending on social media. I wrote this this morning. All right, I got over a 1,000 impressions on Twitter. <clears throat> Here's what I said. Pardon the frog in the throat. Did you notice the Sunday shows ignored Biden's awful Castro-esque speech from Friday? Did you notice that hashtag Dementia Hitler is trending? The deep state Dems and GOP, by the way, thought this man has the character charisma of a dictator and hoped this speech would resonate, but Americans are laughing at it. Nice try. I said a-holes. I know, I know, because, you know, I, uh, I'm an adult and, uh, and you know, uh, sometimes I use salty language. I'll just tell you that. When you demonize half of the country, people, uh, uh, half of the American people, and try to destroy the country in doing so, you fail. This is the main reason why hundreds of thousands of people began chanting bleep Joe Biden at sporting events uh, around the country right after his election. We don't have to take this crap anymore, and Americans are coming together to reject the left and the deep state. There you go. That's what I did this morning. Got a thousand impressions like, like that. It's crazy.
And then you see this record low percentage of Americans satisfied with the way democracy is working, even though we aren't a democracy. They look at, I guess, the American uh, system of governance as a democracy. It's not a democracy. I don't want to go into this. Representative Republic, blah, blah, blah. But only 28% of adults living in the United States, a constitutional republic, did you hear that? Are satisfied with the state of democracy, down 35% when Gallup polled on the issue after January the 6th, 2021. The more recent declines of the past two years uh, may reflect economic unease, higher prices, approval of the jobs of President Joe Biden, Congress, and the Supreme Court, hostility between the political parties, former President Donald Trump persistent political strength and concerns about election integrity, voting rights, and the independence of the courts and the justice system, according to Gallup. Gallup. All right, this Gallup poll. Republicans are least likely to say they are satisfied, 70%. Democrats most likely, 38%. Well, when you're on the receiving end of the punishment meted out by the federal government, you're not going to like it. And that's why Republicans are ticked about it, because they're tired of being targeted by the left. They're tired of being told what they believe is misinformation and disinformation, and then finding out that all of that stuff was true. Yeah, because this is what the Soviet Union did. This is what Cuba did. This is what all great big dictatorial regimes have done. They lie, they cover up, Tiananmen Square anybody, uh, they crush the resistance, roll over it, and make it look like it never even happened. <clears throat> That's what's going on in our country, and the American people are very, very on to it. Which means the, uh, the left sees their doom, and they're going to do everything they can to stop it and stop us. Tucker Carlson said, bleep's about to get real. And I, I can feel it. Can you? But the one thing I want to tell you is one of the most powerful things you can do is say no. Is, is to become ungovernable. Is to uh, call out and cry out the lies that they're telling you. And it's getting through. It is. You know, a, a very famous propagandist once said, if you tell a lie enough, it becomes the truth. Joseph Goebbels said that. And they've tried, and they've tried, and they've tried, and they've tried to say that January the 6th was an insurrection. It was not an insurrection. It was not even close to being an insurrection. And now the American people, after three years of this shouting, and then two speeches by Joe Biden in front of our sacred landmarks, Independence Hall and Valley Forge, he's tried to do the same thing that the great dictators of the past have done, with, by the way, the willful uh, 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 agreement and uh, uh, you know, working with uh, all of the major agencies of the federal government, the mainstream media, and big, big social media, and they still haven't been able to tamp down you and me. They still haven't been able to do it. And they are going nuts. Every day they wake up and they go, holy crap, Joe Biden is our president. Holy crap, uh, Kamala Harris is our vice president. And holy crap, Joe Biden is going to be our nominee. And there's some debate now and predictions going on. J.P. Morgan strategist predicts Joe Biden will drop out of the presidential race between Super Tuesday and the November election due to health concerns. I told you when Joe Biden was elected, he would not be able to run again and he wouldn't be able to do a second term. Duh. 
just look at him and and Mike my uh, opinion has been uh, you know furthered and more and more people are coming around to it and if you didn't know Joe Biden uh, all the other candidates were eliminated in Florida and North Carolina so Democrat voters have no choice but Joe Biden and what's going to happen is they're going to nominate Joe Biden, and then at the uh, at the convention they're going to slip in somebody else. I don't want you to know that. I think that's I think that's the plan. I think that makes the most sense. So you know we will see. Here's a number eight hundred nine two two six six eight zero. I've got a bunch on the speech. Uh, I've got a terrific column by Matt Taibbi talking about uh, what separates Donald Trump from the rest. And the big thing is humor. The big thing is comedy. And I've got some audio from uh, Shane Gillis. He's gone viral with a, with a comment, a, a commentary uh, on stage during his latest uh, stand-up routine where he, uh, he, he's not praising Donald Trump, but he ad- admirably talks about Donald Trump uh, as a leader. And, and you know what? He didn't get booed. People went, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then over the weekend, I see on Fox News, they've got a, a comedy special with Jimmy Fallon, uh, among others, and, uh, and they're promoting comedy. And I'm like, well, this is good. You guys are finally understanding, you know, what I'm doing here. Because I've been writing conservative comedy for 30 years of my career. And now, right as I'm in the national spotlight, as I've told you, conservative comedy is on the ascension. Uh, Gutfeld is beating all of the three late-night shows. The smart thing for any of those guys to do would be to hire a conservative host or at least consider some conservative content, but they won't. So there's Greg, uh, there's me, there's uh, my buddy Chris Plant, and we all know that the greatest disruptors in history have been comedians. So we're going to get to all of that on the show. I think you're going to find it to be uh, quite entertaining and informative. Here's a number if you want to chime in. 800-922-6680. This, my friends, is The Rob Carson Show. I don't know where you are, but it's snowing here. There's a lot of snow across the uh, the country, a lot of uh, freezing cold. Not hearing a lot from John Kerry this week. Europe is in a deep freeze, all of these things. So you know why? Because uh, it's winter in the Northern Hemisphere. I thought you should know. It happens every, every year, and it gets hot in the summer. So relax, all right? <laughs> uh, this is kind of interesting. Um, <clears throat> the uh, Deputy Defense Secretary who was not on vacation in Puerto Rico, was not told Lloyd Austin was in the hospital when she assumed his duties. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, Lloyd Austin, the Secretary of Defense, was hospitalized at Walter Reed National Army Medical Center for four days following complications from an electric surgery. Spent four days in ICU. That's a big deal, right? And it's kind of weird also, another headline, uh, President Joe Biden and Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin, the two officials with National Command Authority or the authority to give military orders, were both out of office on New Year's Day, raising questions as to who exactly would be in charge in case of a military emergency. It's kind of weird, isn't it? And, uh, and the one thing you can gar- guarantee, I guarantee the one thing, that uh, you will discover the more this is investigated is that it will be lied about all right it will be lied about 
I don't know exactly what the, con- co- the connection is, uh, given how much we're lied to by the federal government by, about everything. Would I, do I think there's something nefarious? I, I, you know, I have no idea. I have, I have no idea. But uh, Joe Biden has spent over 400 days on vacation during his, uh, his presidency. And it ain't on vacation. I think he goes to places like, uh, you know, his Rehoboth home because that's where he does business off the books. It, it should make sense. They don't keep any, uh, any login records, who's there, who's getting called, who whatever. Doesn't that kind of make sense to you? Yeah, it does. J.P. Morgan strategist is predicting that Joe Biden will drop out of the presidential race between Super Tuesday and the November election. I told you that earlier. Would it surprise you since uh, Democrats are eliminating other uh, people on the ballot? Like in Florida, Joe Biden is the only candidate on the ballot there for Democrats. Same way with North Carolina. Would it surprise you? that they are just going to uh, uh, coronate Joe Biden as the uh, candidate and then at the convention replace him? Because they don't care about you voting, Democrats. They don't care about you voting. Obviously, if they'll do it in a state, don't you suppose they'll try the same thing at the convention? Something to think about. Something to think about. And I'm usually right on these things about... 100% 100% of the time. So here is uh, Joe Biden in uh, in Valley Frog, I mean Valley Forge, talking about uh, Donald Trump. He doesn't understand the country. If you see politics as an all-out war instead of a peaceful way to resolve our differences, all-out war is what Trump wants. No, no, no. That's you guys. That's why he doesn't understand the most fundamental truth about What's this that? country. What is that? Unlike other nations on Earth, America is not built on ethnicity, religion, geography. We're the only nation in the history of the world built on an idea. Not hyperbole, built on an idea. We hold these truths to be self-evident. Okay, so uh, he's wrong on all of that. The Democrat Party has done everything it can to uh, separate us according to skin color, ideology, everything. Here is uh, Joe Biden talking about uh, no confusion as to who Donald Trump is. Echoing the same exact language used in Nazi Germany. Oh, he's talking about the uh, poisoning the blood of our country in the southern border. He proudly posts on social media the words that best describe his 2024 campaign. Quote, revenge. Quote, power. And quote, dictatorship. No, you're wrong. It's actually retribution for uh, SOBs like you who have been abusing the American people. There's no confusion about who Trump is, what he intends to do. No, no, because you've done all of those things as the president. You're the one who censored speech. You're the one who shut down the country. You're the one who told churches they had to shut down. You're the one who said that everybody in the country has to get a vaccine. You're the one who shut down schools. You're the one who ordered the FBI to censor speech on anything the government disagreed with. And you're the one who is over-punishing Jan 6 detainees, some in prison without a trial for a 1000 days. Does it make sense now? Coming up, Trump's response and Nancy Pelosi's twisted view of the Constitution. This is the Rob Carson Show. 
Hi, it's Tony Marino, host of the Newsmax Daily Podcast, your daily news bulletin of Newsmax's top headlines, along with commentary from our hosts and experts. You can learn more about all of the free podcasts, including Newsmax Daily, Rob Carson, and Jerry Callahan at Newsmax.com slash listen. to uh, Iowa over the weekend for my family's Christmas. What a great bunch of people. I got to tell you, this is my uh, my mom and dad's side of the family, and uh, it just was really fun. Just great to be with a bunch of hardworking folks uh, in uh, Council Bluffs, Iowa, which uh, Donald Trump was there a few months back at the Dairy Queen. It was a big deal. <laughs> but it was uh, it was a lot of fun to uh, just be with, with the family. Uh, my wife's uh, family gathered before Christmas, and you know the tragedy that happened there and uh, with her mom passing, and it was just, uh, it was good to be around people and uh, and celebrate and uh, and look forward to the, the new year. Uh, you know, so many people are like, uh, you know, you're looking forward to 2024 because it's an election year, and you're really dreading 2024 because it's an election year. <laughs> Because uh, you and I are thinking, well, this is the this is the year we turn this government upside down. We clean out these SOBs. We we uh, we bulldoze the swamp, pave it over, and then the other part of us is, well, there's no telling what they will try to do. If they shut down our country, our schools, our churches, took away our ability to associate with another, one another, destroyed the First Amendment while trying to destroy the Second Amendment, then anything's possible, right? That's why you got to be ready for it. That's why I'm ready for it. That's why you got to stay uh, focused as the founders. Uh, again, this morning, if you didn't know, <laughs> dementia Hitler. <laughs> was was trending on Twitter. And there's no doubt who Dementia Hitler is. <laughs> it's Joe Biden and his speech at Valley Forge. Remember after 2020, January 6th insurrection to undo the election in which more Americans had voted than any other in American history? Yeah. America saw the threat posed to the country. Yeah, and then they found out how the DHS and the FBI and the IRS and the DOJ were involved in covering up uh, Joe Biden and Hunter Biden's uh, alleged crimes and money laundering scheme involving millions and millions of dollars for our country's enemies. They voted them out. In 2022, historic midterm election. In state after state, election after election. The election deniers were defeated. No, no, it never got to court. They always said there was no standing. And I think we all kind of understand now where the uh, courts are, you know, at least a lot of them with regard to Donald Trump. Uh, and some of them, fortunately, are turning it around like a Wyoming judge dismissing a, uh, an attempt to remove uh, Donald Trump from the, uh, from the ballot there, citing the uh, Section 3 of the 14th Amendment. Uh, this argument's going to go down in flames. It's a, in front of the Supreme Court. We'll be uh, expecting a ruling. But they tried it again. The only place this has been upheld is in Colorado by their Supreme Court. The court. The court. Yeah. This is uh, Joe Biden um, uh, a couple years ago talking about the Second Amendment. Now, and I had mentioned it. He's been using threatening language against us for a very long time. 
So it really shouldn't come as a surprise to you or, or uh, you shouldn't feel ungrounded in your suspicion of what could happen, particularly in an election year where the Democrats uh, right now look like they're going to get completely destroyed. And for those brave right-wing Americans who say it's all about keeping America, keeping America's independent and safe, if you want to fight against the country, you need an F-15. You need something a little more than a gun. No, I'm not joking. Think about this. Think about the rationale we use that's used to provide this. Yeah, there you go. That's from uh, Breitbart. They always put that big sound effect at the very end of their clips. It's kind of a uh, little shocking. This is Mercedes Schlapp on uh, Newsmax. And uh, listen to what she had to say about Joe Biden's, I- I'm sorry, Dementia Hitler's speech in Valley Forge on Friday. I'm so offended by the speech because this president is calling my family, is calling me, is calling MAGA supporters, enemy of America. That's right. I am the daughter of a Cuban political prisoner who fought for freedom, who fought against authoritarian and dictators. He sounds just like Fidel Castro did. Fidel Castro would target the enemies of his government and try to take them down. This is exactly what we're seeing with Joe Biden. Mm -hmm. He should be ashamed of himself. But he doesn't have any shame or short-term memory. He doesn't know what he was doing on Friday. No American, no American should be called a Nazi or or be called an an enemy enemy of of the state. Those of us who love this country, and I have spent my whole life defending freedom in america yeah and you don't need to take this crap you don't have to sit here and lie down and take it and i'm not i'm done with this nonsense and and the american people are angry and the american people want their country back they see through every listen guys the same people who tell you that a four-year-old can change gender uh, they're the ones who are telling you that Trump supporters are Nazis. So there, there is that. There is that. And then there's Joe Biden at the very, uh, well, last year. Listen to this threatening uh, little little comedy he had to make about Donald Trump. It wasn't about, I will beat him at the box office. My policies are better. It was this. We just have to demonstrate that he will not take power um, by, uh, if, we, uh, if he does run, uh, making sure he... Uh, under legitimate efforts of uh, our Constitution, does not become the next president. Yeah, he just now basically implied that the courts were going to be involved. That's why there are four political indictments against Donald Trump in an election year. Uh, duh! <laughs> this is Raheem Kassam with Steve Biden talking about uh, Joe Biden's speech. And I mentioned this. The Democrat Party, who has spent the last three years tearing down our monuments, the last 40 years tearing down our history, suddenly sends, uh, you know, uh, a dementia Hitler to, uh, to Independence Hall last year and, co- and colors it uh, communist red. Not blue. No, communist red. All right. And, and then goes to Valley Forge to say that Donald Trump is Hitler. And I think importantly as well, it was it was desecration. We know that Democrats have have willingly and gleefully uh, desecrated America's national monuments now for years. Uh, they went to Valley Forge today to do just that. Uh, desecrate the memories that were created there. Desecrate the history uh, that lays there and desecrate this this political campaign in 2024 uh, with what I believe uh, to be Joe Biden will be Joe Biden's downfall, which is avoiding any 
policy issues whatsoever because he frankly cannot talk about them. So it's just our democracy, our democracy, our democracy over and over again. And it might have some, some it might land with some uh, sympathetic Democrats, some sympathetic moderates, some sympathetic independents right now, but it will quickly become tarsome and the pathos will wear off. Yeah, that's why uh, Dementia Hitler is trending on Twitter. <laughs> I just love that. Dementia Hitler. You guys came up with that. I mean, you guys came up with Dementia Hitler. That was even more than I, that's even further than I would have taken. <laughs> oh, and then there's this. For the, for the president who loves America, has founded so much, and wants to save our democracy. Uh, Joe Biden removes the William Penn statue from historic uh, Pennsylvania Park in inclusive makeover to show more Native American history. So the Biden administration's National Park Service started a rehabilitation process for a Pennsylvania park that includes the removal of the statue of the founder, William Penn, and inclusion of representation of Native American tribes. Well, you don't need to uh, remove the founder of the damn state to uh, celebrate the Native American tribes because he actually worked very well with the Native Americans. You didn't knew that. The park itself is named after uh, ship Penn sailed to America and includes a museum dedicated to celebrating the life and contributions of William Penn. All right. Uh, however, the Park Service says it wants to provide a more welcoming, accurate, and inclusive experience for visitors. I wonder if they'll include all the wars and the, the uh, brutality between the Native American tribes. I wonder if they'll include that, each other cutting each other's heads off and ripping their hearts out and the human sacrifice and stuff. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. So anyway, people were a little mad about it. They said on social media, how about no more of our tax money for the U.S. Park Service? Here, here. I wouldn't say that. You could keep the, you know, a good share of the Park Service. Just the idiots who want to get rid of history. And then uh, the other one says, I say a bigger William Penn statue. You people are unreal, wrote another. And yeah, Americans are done with this erasure of history and this replacement of history. Uh, George Stephanopoulos had uh, Nancy Pelosi on TV. I have a feeling Nancy Pelosi's going to get in some serious hot water here pretty soon about a lot of things, including January the 6th. And uh, there has been this, uh, this uh, attempt to get Donald Trump taken off the ballots in different states because he sparked an insurrection. Again, never accused of, never convicted of an insurrection, even with a kangaroo court. Even with the January 6th committee and the second impeachment after he left office, they exonerated him of that. But there are people in these states, like the Secretary of State in Maine, the crazy cat lady, who decide, because they watch YouTube videos, that, uh, oh yeah, it was actually an insurrection, we could take him off. Uh, here is uh, Nancy Pelosi being asked by George Stephanopoulos, and, and George Stephanopoulos was a little gobsmacked. I mean, he's all about taking Trump off the ballot, don't get me wrong, he's a complete tool of the left. But uh, Nancy Pelosi came up with this convoluted nonsense about states having <laughs> the the individual ability to drop candidates off of their ballots, which is nonsensical. If you believe he engaged in insurrection under the plain meaning of the 14th Amendment, you believe he's ineligible to be president. Those laws, you know, those are up to the states. They have different laws from state to state. I don't That's Absolute bullcrap. Thank you. Should ever have the been Constitution, president. but nonetheless, that, that, uh, that uh, there, there is a view. 
of the Constitution in Article 14, Section 3, that he should not be uh, able to run for she, What she said there was gobbledygook. President. But that's not the point. The no, po- no, no, that is the point. The point now is, um, that, again... The- she's trying to go beyond that because she's already uh, lost the argument. She just said something that made no sense. Different states have different laws. We don't think in California that it, it applied. Uh, in our state, that's what the decision was made here. But anyway, not to go. Oh no, but it didn't apply in California. Just in the wild states that it actually uh, uh, somebody snowed people into believing it or exceeded their authority, like the Secretary of State of Maine, then it's fine. Went to that because that's very intricate. What is very clear wow. is that the American people want us to honor our oath to protect and defend the Constitution of the United States. Oh my God. Wow, what an awful, awful person. Can you imagine being her grandchildren and going over to her house and going, oh, God, we've got to go to Grammy's house? Here's Alan Dershowitz on Newsmax. And this is, I think, one of the best, the clearest refutation of that nonsense that I've heard. Uh, On Newsmax again. This is not a close question. Uh, This is the most serious frontal attack on democracy and on the right to vote in my 60-year a career, and it was all engineered at Harvard, the famous Harvard, the oh, Harvard that what? is run now by uh, woke uh, DEI people. Uh, the ideas come from Professor Lawrence Tribe, who was my colleague at Harvard wow. for 50 years, and Jamie Raskin, congressman who was my former student. They are deliberately, willfully misreading the 14th Amendment. The 14th Amendment provides in Section 5 that Congress, not the states, yes. Congress can enforce this provision. Why is that important, Professor? Now, remember who wrote the 14th Amendment? Radical Republican Reconstructionists who didn't trust the states. Ah. They would never have left the decision who can run for president to South Carolina, yes. Virginia, yes. Mississippi, yes. and Alabama, yes. members of the Confederacy. <laughs> of course they left it only to Congress. Yes. The idea that states, one at a time, can decide who's disqualified is the most absurd reading of a constitutional provision I have ever, ever seen. Wow, two words. Ka-boom. That was nice. I've got some more uh, audio coming up from, uh, oh, oh, Elise Stefanik on Meet the Press yesterday. She waylaid Kristen Welker. I'll uh, share that. Uh, Have you given any more thought to getting that emergency medical kit I've been talking about? Uh, I was watching Greg Kelly's show last week. He's got the funk. He, his voice is all messed up. I was watching uh, NFL football yesterday. One of the announcers, you can barely talk. And I'm like, because there's a lot of stuff going on, upper, upper respiratory stuff. My daughter has it. My son has it. What happens if your pharmacy is shut down? What happens if the supply chain breaks down like it did before? We are going into election year. Things are going to get weird. If you've got extra jumping ca- jumper cables, you've got extra food for emergencies. You need an emergency medical kit from the wellness company. Dr. Peter McAuliffe came up with this kit so you'd be protected in case of an emergency. And and by the way, uh, Drew Pinsky, Dr. Drew, he's on the board too. Unbelievable. The wellness company has this kit. You can get ivermectin, uh, hydroxychloroquine, Z-Pak, amoxicillin, all the things you're going to need in case of an emergency. And all you've got to do to save 10% and order it today is go to twc.health slash Carson. TWC.health slash Carson. I got mine here in the studio. Uh, My producer, Ken, got one. You need to do it this week. 
serious because this year is going to get real serious. TWC.health slash Carson. That's TWC.health slash Carson. Let's take a break and come back. This is the Rob Carson Show. Eight hundred nine two two six six eight zero. You recall months back, we uh, changed. Uh, and well, we didn't change the. Uh, the we, we lowered the temperature of the show a little bit, but we maintained the uh, the most important part of the show, which is uh, commentary, leading edge commentary, uh, and humor, because I said that the greatest disruptors in history, American history particularly, were comedians. Uh, you don't remember very many philosophers from uh, from days past. You certainly don't really remember a lot of philosophers the last hundred years or so, but you remember George Carlin. <laughs> you know, you remember those, you remember Richard Pryor. You remember people who had great things to say that resonate even today. And, uh, and this weekend, uh, I noticed it was trending all over the place. A lot of social media picking up this guy named Shane Gillis. Now, Shane Gillis, my son and I watched this, this uh, comedy special of his uh, on Netflix. I think it was Netflix. Uh, the weekend at my, uh, the week we were in town after my mother-in-law died, and we all need a laugh. And I was like, this guy was a SNL writer, always very left of center. But he was really being careful and almost respectful of Donald Trump and his movement. I want you to listen to this and listen to his stand-up. And interspersed in it is actually Donald Trump's speech after the death, uh, the, the killing of Soleimani, the leader of ISIS. Listen to Shane uh, Gillis because this is the, the, the mode and mood is beginning to change uh, at least as far as comedy, with regard to Donald Trump. Trump gave what I think was probably one of the greatest speeches of world leaders given. You know, it's got to be up there with like Churchill, Gettysburg Address. It's the night the United States killed the leader of ISIS. Trump comes out of the Situation Room at like midnight in the White House and he walks down that tunnel like he's, and gives a press conference like he's giving a post-game NBA and just goes, Abu Bakar al-Baghdadi is dead. Abu Bakar al-Baghdadi is dead. He died like a dog. He died like a dog. He died like a coward. He was whimpering, screaming, and crying. <laughs> I didn't change one word of that. That's what he opened with. Yes. <laughs> and then he did 40 minutes. The speech is 40 minutes. The meanest shit talk you've ever heard. Yeah. In front of the whole world. Abu. We can hear him crying, I said, Abu, don't cry. Yeah, Abu. <laughs> Let me tell you something, Abu cried, he cried quite a bit. I wouldn't have cried. <laughs> cry baby back daddy, that's yeah. what we were all calling. <laughs> Absolutely. And here, here is Donald Trump this weekend making fun of Joe Biden in that fashion. That's why Crooked Joe is staging his pathetic fear-mongering campaign event in Pennsylvania today. Did you see him? He was stuttering <laughs> through the whole thing. He's going, I'm, uh, I'm gonna, he's a threat to democracy. I'm a th They've weaponized government. He's saying, I'm a threat to democracy. He's a threat to de de democracy. What? <laughs> Couldn't read the word. He's a threat to democracy. You know how bad the press is? You know what they do? They take me saying that like that. 
and they say, Trump couldn't say the word democracy. There you go. <laughs> Look. No, that's what they do. You know, when you become the anti-hero, when, uh, when stand-up comedy uh, looks at you and goes, cool, Joe Rogan, same thing. You're losing, and you're losing in a very grand fashion. Let's take a break and come back. This is The Rob Carson Show. Hey, guys, it's Carson. Christmas just passed, but I have a really great gift idea. You can still give yourself. Why don't you give yourself the new streaming service, Newsmax Plus? Move over Netflix and Disney Plus and Hulu. Just start Newsmax Plus. I subscribed. I love it. Get Newsmax Best Shows with Rob Schmidt, Eric Boulding, Greta Van Susteren, Greg Kelly, and more. You also get lots of movies, documentaries, history, comedy. Newsmax Plus just signed up more than 180,000 people. Newsmax Plus lets you watch the Newsmax channel on your phone or home TV app. And Newsmax Plus is the only streamer to give you all the Donald Trump rallies. Fox News censors most of them. So get Newsmax Plus today. It's free to start. Just go to NewsmaxPlus.com. That's Newsmax, spell the plus, dot com. Start your free subscription again. NewsmaxPlus.com. That's NewsmaxPlus.com. Millions are switching to Newsmax. So try it free today. All right, so coming up, Elise Stefanik is not done swinging. She did a major smackdown of the leftist media over the weekend. Casey DeSantis in hot water with regard to her January the 6th testimony. And Clay Higgins shares a whole lot of bad news for Democrats about January the 6th. Second hour of the Rob Carson Show, right ahead.